and welcome in to In Game Chat for Saturday, December the 2nd, right? Yeah, 2023. Season 17, episode 40. I'm Scott. And I'm RJ. I think I heard that. Try that again. And I'm RJ. Okay. For whatever reason, not coming in as loud on my headphones. But see, I can't... Get that out of the way. I can't adjust oh, my adjustments on your side. Mm-hmm. If I adjust this over here, if I adjust this volume knob, it's going to adjust everything over there and kick that thing way high. Yeah. Um, New equipment, by the way, folks. That's why we're right. Having can you do? Weeks. Can you yeah. do me a favor? Okay. I'm the one that says host. Okay. It'll be the third one in that grouping, right. and if you could turn that up. Uh, that would be great, and yeah, there you go. I it's think almost at max. Oh, it's almost at max. Almost. Wow. Maybe I should plug in here. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Nope, can't do it. There you go. All right, I'll just deal with this. No big deal. I can probably pick you up better once the volume of the music drops down. I'm sorry, folks. We're doing... Uh, this is a constantly evolving show with equipment and and different ways of doing things. You might notice RJ's got a different angle on his camera now. So, yeah. We do just, adjustments at the best possible time, don't we? Don't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. I only, I only have like four minutes when you get here. Damn it. <laughs> I get I get here really early, but uh, which, by the way, I'm not asking you to do that. No, 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 no. That's far too much time of doing absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll come to a happy medium. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, this works. This this works fine. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. If uh, you'd like to get in touch with us, our phone number is 334-272-9228. Check out ingamechat.net for all the links to get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at ingamechat. You can also find us on Facebook. You can email us, everyone, at ingamechat.net. We are streaming right now on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv, type in ingamechat. You'll be able to find us. Then you can uh, listen live while we broadcast or watch the show if you want to do that. And then don't forget our Discord that we've got set up. <clears throat> You can join us in there. Robzilla's already in the Discord as well right now, so uh, he had asked for that link earlier. And if anybody needs that, if anybody wants the Discord link, you can find it at our website, ingamechat.net, at the very bottom of the page. You've got to scroll for a bit, but when you get to the bottom, you'll be able to uh, click on the Discord link and get in there, or just send me a message. I'll send you a link to get you in. So whatever the case may be there for you. Um, Anything to get you in there so that you guys can get the update, see what we're doing. One of the things you'll notice when you go in there is that I posted in the PC channel, I think. Do you have, do you have that in front of you? Yes, no. On that monitor there? You PC, do, don't you? Yeah. So where's the PC channel? Here it is. Yeah, PC. Yeah. Uh, this morning, mm-hmm. I popped open my Steam Deck. And... This metal shielding that you see, this uh, with the black tape on the bottom, right? That's covering up the um, uh, the hard drive. the The SSD is down there under that black tape. Mm-hmm. So you pop that off, then you unscrew the S, or you take out the battery that connects to the motherboard. Then you uh, pop out the US or the the oh the NVMe. Pop that out. Put your new one in. Put it back up. Boom! It's amazing that it took no time at all. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple yeah. replacement. 
Yeah, no time at all. Uh, and so, and I, I had already, oh, I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> now, I had a computer problem. Okay. Beginning, was it Monday? Mm-hmm. Just something out of the blue? Or you had one Completely signs? out of the blue. Monday, um, I restarted my computer without any issue. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how long it had been since I'd done a restart. I kind of leave my computer on all the time, so I didn't know how long it had been since I'd done a restart. Felt like things were kind of moving a little slow. I was doing my Monopoly Go exploiting <laughs> on on the PC, and uh, I went ahead and sh- you know just did a just did a restart. Came back, everything was working fine, and I finished up what I was doing, left the room, walked in about. Well, I can tell you, 45 minutes later, I'll tell you why 45 minutes specifically here in just a minute. 45 minutes I walked by, uh, it had to have been at least 45 minutes, I'll tell you that. I don't know that it was exactly, but at least 45 minutes had passed. I walked by the room and a blue screen of death, which I had never seen on my Windows 10 PC before, but I had a BSOD. I was like, ooh, what is this? Um, read the issue, the problem, uh, did a hard boot or hard shutdown type thing, just held the power switch till it turned off, turned it back on, and it would not, something happened, it would not log back into Windows, so I did another hard boot, went into the BIOS, because uh, I was able to do that. I don't know what I might have been looking for, but I just went into the BIOS I said, uh, okay. I exited the BIOS. It did a restart. Got back into Windows. Fine. Okay. Just a weird flaky thing. All right. We're good. 45 minutes later. Did it again. Hi. What's going on? Um, so that night, Monday night, I did a RAM check. Um, I, I found some, you know, things online to tell me, uh, you know, here's when you when you encounter this, here's a few steps you need to take. It right. was basically telling me there was a hardware failure on the computer, which leaves everything to the imagination. Actually, hardware is everything. Mm-hmm. It is my four uh, my four or three platter dri- or no, I don't know how many hard drives I've got. It's any one of my hard drives, whether it be the operating system NVMEs, the other gaming NVMEs, the two SS or the the SSD that I've got or the platter drive that I've got. Mm. Could be any of those. Could be the RAM. Could be the CPU. Could be the PSU. Could be your graphics card. Could be your fans. Could be anything that is hardware related. Could be the motherboard itself. Mm. No idea. So now you've got to start troubleshooting. Yeah, the same thing. Uh, what I had to do is basically get the bare bones minimum of what, what would allow the PC to start. Then start slowly putting stuff back together and seeing when the issue pops up again. Yeah. Yeah, so the fun part. Yeah. Um, so I did a RAM check that night, and I got 64 gigs of RAM for it to go through, and that took a good while. Mm-hmm. It went through it, though, and there was no problem. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. So I, tur- I turned the computer off. I just left it off. I come back the next day, and I fired up that morning. It gives me a repairing or preparing auto repa- automatic repair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go through with it. 
It, it says, oh, can't do automatic repair. So I shut it down. I go through the BIOS. I get into Windows. <laughs> I've, I've learned now that I can I have to go through BIOS. But if I go through BIOS and then exit out, I can get into Windows. I don't know why. Um, so I figured that out. Got into Windows, did what I needed to do for work that morning, you know, and then I shut it down. Said, I'll work on it when I come back tonight, which I did. I started working on it. I had talked to our IT guy here. I had talked to other people and looked up things and finally figured out that um, there's a couple of different things I can run. There's a, there's a disk checker that's just really smooth. Crystal, crystal image disk checker, something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but mm-hmm. you download it, you let it run. It immediately checks your disks, uh, your, your hard drive space. Everything was fine. Everything showed good. No problems there. And I was like, all right, we're whittling this down. It could be my graphics card. It could be whatever. Um, so I walk away and 45 minutes later, blue screen of death. And I'm like, this is very time specific. I was, I was feeling like it was, I didn't necessarily know at the time it was 45 minutes, mm-hmm. but it felt like it was on a clock because as long as I was sitting there doing stuff for 45 minutes, it didn't blue screen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, then why is it blue screening when I'm not doing anything? So I checked the computer. I didn't check anything else. I checked the computer. And the computer, uh, for whatever reason, in a Windows update, it told the computer to go to sleep after 45 minutes. I usually never put my, I never tell my computer to go to sleep. I can't recall the last time I ever went to the sleep settings because yeah. I don't want you to cut off. I never do. Yeah. I never do. I tell it, I tell it to turn the monitor off. Yes. Mm-hmm. After 45 minutes, it'll shut the monitor off. Yeah, but I set that automatically. I don't yeah. like a, I make a specific time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But for whatever reason, during a Windows update, apparently that had gotten changed. Windows will do that. When you do Windows yeah. updates, they like to change your settings back to some stupid default thing, mm-hmm. even though you've changed it every single time. Yeah. But it had changed it to go to sleep. And every time it was going to sleep, it was blue screening. So I turned that off. I kept the monitor sleep on, but I kept the PC sleep completely off, woke up the next morning, no blue screen, it was still doing its thing. Mm-hmm. And it continued to do its thing. Mm-hmm. I have not run into any issues. It worries me a little bit to think that maybe there's something underlying there and eventually it's just going to crap out on me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, it's just something to keep an eye on. But yeah, um, good, good thing was something uh, as simple as that. But someone making a change through the Windows update. Is there any way you can put your that microphone closer to like in front of you? If I eat it, that's much better. Okay, it's very directional. Like that's why you have to talk right into the the end of it. Hmm. That part. How about now? That's good. That's really good. That's very good. But it could be better. It could be better if I up my volume, but we can't because I'm already at max. Because we're still testing. I know. Testing our equipment. I know. But yeah. Um. So long, as long as it was just something simple like a, a, a setting fix. Yeah. That's a good thing. But yeah, keep it on. So far, yeah, it's a good it thing. It still makes me worry because it's like sleep, a PC going to sleep should not incur a BSOD. Um, it shouldn't incur any errors at all. It's just going to sleep. But I don't ever like to put my computer to sleep. It's too close to cutting it off without going through the shutdown procedure. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is I didn't realize my computer was going to sleep. So I don't know when this update occurred and made this setting, you know, and put this setting in, in, in place. Your updates are automatic, right? Um, yeah, the updates are automatic. Uh, and so, but I don't know when that update happened. 
I don't know which update it was. Because there is no, I can't tell when my computer goes to sleep. Um, most computers, when they go to sleep, it kind of indicates that with like your computer looking like it's off. But you know mine. Mine has tons of lights in it. And none of those lights go away. Like, for whatever reason, it was independent of the computer sleeping. So, I don't know. But, anyway. While, while you're away. Yeah. At work or something else. It downloaded something. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. It's just that I don't know how long that had been going on. How long had I been walking in there, moving my mouse, waking my computer from sleep, even though I thought I was waking the monitor up? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had no way of knowing. Like, if my computer was totally black with like one light blinking to let me know it's asleep or something like that, mm-hmm. I would have thought, well, that's odd. That needs to be fixed. But my computer never did that. The light stayed on. There was no indication that the computer was asleep. Even when I moved the mouse to bring it back awake, uh, I just thought I was waking the monitor, not the computer. But apparently the entire time I was doing both. So I don't know. But see how it goes. So that was my adventure. <laughs> that was just this week. So, yeah, I was so worried because I was like, oh, God, what could it be? Now i got to figure out. Uh, I was hoping it was just a stick of RAM because then I could just buy another stick of RAM. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's the easiest thing to do. Even if it was a hard drive failing, that I could, I, could, I could copy. I could back up the hard drive and replace it if I wanted to. I really didn't want to replace the hard drive that the OS is on, but I was like, eh, if I have to, I have to. But uh, what I didn't want it to be is the CPU the graphics card, the power supply, really any big ticket item. Mm-hmm. Um, the motherboard, I would have preferred it not to be because that's just a headache. Of un- if, you, if your motherboard has to be replaced, you might as well be building another computer again because you have to unplug every single thing. That's my case. That's the PC in order to make it work. Yep. Yeah. Because everything connects to the everything. The motherboard. motherboard's your yeah. your yeah. It's your it's That's your, your base. That is That's it. Base, and yeah. everything connects to it. So yeah, I really didn't want to have to go through that. Look, luckily it doesn't look like you have to. Although, um, going through this, I was like, man, I don't want to have to do this again. But I'd be okay with doing some upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, upgrades, but not a rebuild. No, no rebuild. Yeah. Um, not a rebuild. If I had to get a new motherboard, then maybe. I kind of like the one that I've got, so I may just stick with it, and it's probably cheaper now than when I bought it back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. If I had to get a new CPU, I don't want to, but, yeah. It had just, you know, it was Cyber Monday at the time. It was just, you know, Black Friday had just happened. Um, miss some good deals as far as if, if I was going to be getting some computer parts and miss some good deals, mm-hmm. which speaking of, by the way, Black Friday, anything? No. Did you pick anything up? Mm-mm. Same. Yeah. We're looking at black, uh, cause when we were looking at the, uh, sales that you got from yeah. the thing, nothing really stood out. So, maybe some movies, maybe some games here and there, but nothing to make me want to run out and get it. You know? Right. Yeah. So, there were, there were a few things that hit on Thanksgiving day and Black Friday. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, that's a good deal. There was a great deal at, if you could get to it, there was a great deal on PlayStation 5 at Target. Mm-hmm. You had to be some kind of member of some group of theirs. Uh, I don't remember what is like Red Circle or Red Dot or I don't know what Target has, but some kind of club whatever, membership. Whatever club that real, yeah. what most retail stores have. You yeah. had to be a member of that, but they had PlayStation 5s going for 350 
mm-hmm. which is a great deal on a $500 system. So I sent that out to people. I was like, yeah, I don't know if you're a Target member, but here, go. This is, this is happening. It went live at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking through Wario's tweets of when it went live and people being like, it's not in stock. It's already out of stock. I can't get to it. I'm having problems, you know. And then other people saying like, hey, I got one. Thanks. It's great. Yeah, you know. So uh, hopefully people got to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they'll be, on, they'll be on eBay in a week. Yeah, but I did not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't participate either. Mm-hmm. Trying to think now. Uh, the only thing I bought was that NVMe that went into my Steam Deck right. for forty-five bucks. That was my that was my big ticket item for the Black Friday holiday. Mm-hmm. So, like we said last time, Black Friday is not what it used to be. It really wasn't. It really, really wasn't. Um, but oh well, them's the breaks. Yep. Uh, We're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we will talk about what we've played, if anything. I mean, did you play stuff? Just yes or no? Did you get a chance to play? I played some stuff. Okay. Uh, We'll talk about that and more when we come back with in-game chat. Now, music-wise, I worked on getting songs from the past, like I got Alan Wake 2 music, I got music from... Other games that had released, there were new releases and stuff like that. I was ready to go with it. And then I thought, what if we can do Christmas every single... We have three shows in the month of December. This one, next week, and the week after. And that's it. Do I have enough Christmas music to fill three shows? Turns out I do. So that's what we're jumping into. This is from Bar Oasis 2. It's going to be most of the songs you've always heard during Christmas time. uh, Just over the next three weeks. It's Silent Night. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this. into in-game chat that is music from wario world the shivering mountains music it's christmasy it's kind of like the um this works just the way halloween stuff works the game may not be a christmas game but if it's got jingles in there might as well be a christmas song right yeah 
yep. Halloween. If it, it may not be a scary game, it just may have a dark level or something, you know, and it just works. A suspenseful track. Exactly. You know, and it just with the ominous music. conveys the message, and that's exactly what that does. Typically boss music yeah. or something along those lines. Christmas, you just throw some uh, sleigh bells in there and you got it. I know. That's it. Just a little jingle. Mm-hmm. Oh, all of a sudden, it's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas-ish. <laughs> that's yeah, all it like takes. Uh, that's not the yeah. right button. That's the right button. Let's talk to Chris. Wait, no, right there. Here's Chris. Chris, you there? Hey, what's going on? There he is. What's up, man? Not much. It's the same as usual. Watching anime, playing Minecraft, summoning, playing the the new remake of Super Mario RPG. Oh, nice. How do you like that? I about got through all the the whole story. I've uh, for anybody that's listening, you you hit your the object is to collect you no know, seven of the different stars. That's you know, to the star road or something. And I've, I think I've got like five or six out of the seven. So I'm nearly to the end of the game. Is it a remake of the SNES Mario yeah, RPG? It's, yeah, it's an exact remake uh, code, or, you know, exact code remake of the original. Okay. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was a secret. It kind of reminded me of the way they did with Paper Mario, where um, I want to say they did a remake, but they also did a sequel or something like that for, I don't know if it was the Switch or the or the Wii U before that or something like that. I can't remember, but they had already gone down the path. But Mario RPG, they never touched until now, mm-hmm. uh, from what I remember. Uh, and I could be completely wrong on it, so... Yeah, Mario RPG is what I'm looking for. I mean, there was a there was there was some good stuff. I still have yet to play Spider-Man 2 on PS5. Looking forward to doing that. Super Mario Wonder, uh really looking forward to doing that. And then uh Super Mario RPG as well. So, mm-hmm. looking forward to those. Uh, a lot of great games that came out in October that I've yet to dip my toe into. City Skylines 2 is another one, but I am waiting for that to be nice and updated. Before I dive in and put some time into that thing. Yeah, there's some issues with it, right? It has some issues, yeah. yeah. They're still working on them. I asked, um, I asked Steve the other day. I was like, hey, you know, how is it there yet? He was like, nope, not yet. <laughs> so I'm kind of waiting for him to come back and be like, yeah, it's, it, I think you're okay. It's good. And then uh, that's what I'll, I'll get into it. So, mm-hmm. Well, uh, did you pick up anything for Black Friday, Chris? absolutely not i didn't even get out of the house i just stayed at the house and took it easy and didn't even bother getting out of that there was nothing worthwhile to even bother even getting out even during the middle of the day yeah perfect i was just asked i was just about to ask you if you saw anything that caught your eye but you just confirmed it nothing not even nothing worth getting out of the house for huh nope just mm. wanted to take it easy and of course i think you know thursday and friday of you know that, that holiday you know right at thanksgiving it was pretty cold and chilly you know, during that time. So I figure, yeah, I'll just stick inside the house and just take it easy and stay inside. Yep. yep. Things around the house. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty much it. I didn't, I didn't get out or do any, well, I, Saturday I did, but that was, got my, I got the oil change in my car. I mean, it's just, it wasn't like I went out and did any shopping or anything. It was just, mm-hmm. that was it. So, um, but yeah, and, and that was it. We haven't gone over what we played yet, but we're going to do that here. Mm-hmm. So, well, Chris, it's good to hear from you, man. Anything else before we go? No, just every, every now and then on the weekends, I've been uh, working on another project. You know, that's not even related to gaming. Is basically I've been wanting to get into uh, cutting uh, uh, rocks and and you know things like that and brick, you know, and hard 
objects like you know like that and use a a wet saw that you know the slab off you know slices of that yeah. you know to do that and then to mess around with them and polish them i, I got a cheap uh faucet machine where i could change out you know different grit discs so i've been just working on a little project that holds the, the tile saw and everything in the, in the in the stand that holds that in the in the water tray and all that and this and the saw will slide up under there and then on top of the surface uh is where the faucet and the machine is made and put up and all. I've just been working on that little project and I've got a light up there on a little pole on the side and and got uh, a pegboard on the right side that holds all nine different grips of the of the disc that I have yeah. for it. And I found out that uh, they make these uh, variable speed control devices that can control certain types of electrical motors, drills, and in fact, tile saws and stuff. And uh, it would affect the tile saw, and I could slow it down to real slow. But the way it was all made and put together, the 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 the, the, the pump got its power from the saw itself. So whenever the the saw slowed down through the speed control, it slowed down the motor of the pump too. So when it was running slow, it wouldn't get no water through the system. So I had to come up with a way and, and bypass that where the, the pump got full power. And then I had another control device just to power and control the speed of the saw separately. So I've got it all hanging up and, 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 and everything. So I can just put it out there and unplug everything up. And then the way I, the way I can, you know, I can just go to town and whatever I want to do something and have fun with it and, and experiment. All right, man. Well, that's a lot. Good job. <laughs> uh, well, you enjoy that, man, and we will talk to you again next week, all right? All right. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all later. Take, Take care. care now. All right. Bye. Mm-hmm. See ya. Hey, Rob, are you over there? Did you want to uh, Did you want to jump in? I don't know. His mic's on mute, so I'm not sure how that's all. Uh, that was Chris oh, that leaving. Like okay. But I see Rob's there. He's got his mic on mute. Um, well, tell you what, just tell us in the in the chat if you can figure it out, and we'll we'll come back to you when you can. Okay. But uh, uh, do you, yeah. what did you play? Well, uh, the standard fare that I usually did, but I, I did play something different this time around. I was looking through the uh, queue of things that I had, and I ended up playing uh, Mother Russia Bleeds. Okay. Uh, Devolver Digital, uh, Me Against the World type. That's uh, what I was like. I, yeah. It sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, a uh, pixelated final fight. Basically, uh-huh. uh, pick uh, pick one of four characters and try to see if you can get through the uh, get through the game. And a uh, lot, not not a lot of the controls are very simple, uh, but you can have a lot of uh, variety in terms of how to dealing with dealing with your enemies and opponents in there. Yeah, and not the typical. Uh, you know, dumb enemies in these type of games. You know, they'll they'll corral you. They'll get around you. They have these attacks that you can't um, readily um, get out of easily. Mm-hmm. You know, things that because you don't have like a defense. As far as I know, you don't have like defense. The only defense you have is just keeping your distance and running and getting out of there because you can get surrounded pretty quickly. And when you get surrounded, um, it takes no time for your health to just go down to zero. Um, one of the, I think one of the aspects of it is uh, use of. Um, Something called a ne- necro, some type of drug or whatever. Yeah, your char- character's basically been uh, storyboard. Your character's been experimented on, captured in, uh, captured by the government, and gone through some experiments. And now you're pretty much addicted to this uh, drug called yeah. necro. You can use it to either build your health up or go into uh, berserker mode. It gives you a strength and speed strength and speed boost uh, temporarily. Uh, you can carry up to three stocks of it. So uh, when things get really bad, you could take the take the entire syringe and. Uh, Putting your system to fill your health bar back up, 
And you can get more of it by taking out uh, enemies as well. You have to find them, you have to knock them out and then you find them twitching and then you can take your syringe and fill it up off of, uh, off of them. But you got a time limit, so you can't let them sit there forever. So a lot of times I've had, I've had problems trying to deal with uh, enemies and prioritizing taking them out or getting the necro back so I can keep, so I can stay in the fight. Are you, where are you playing this? Uh, PS4. Okay. On the PS4. Okay. You think it was on Steam or something like that? You probably saw. It I no, I was just I was just curious. I knew I was like because I don't know. It was on Game Pass, or something that you saw before. I am probably. Yeah. Um, how long has that been out? I'm seeing it's it's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute since that. Uh, that when did you pick it up? Was it on sale or something? It was probably a uh, a uh, a sale or something. Mm-hmm. I just I just blindly picked the thing up and just uh, put it in the library and thought about it later. Yeah. It was just one of those spur of the moment decisions where. Um, I just decided, eh, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. And so I uh, picked it up and went from there. Did you play anything else? Um, no, I just, uh, just spent time playing that. Let's see. September of 2016. That's when you bought it? No, it's the it Oh, that's out. when it released. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was like, wow, you've had that for a while. Yeah, probably did have it for a while anyway. I have a lot of games like that. Something I've bought years months ago let me tell you sitting there never yeah what i um when i finally got the steam deck going again with the new hard drive and stuff mm-hmm. they went to my library and went for games that are good for the deck there's a there's a thing and it'll give you all the different games that are in your library that work re- that work well on the deck mm-hmm. and there were so many games in there and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that i forgot about that i forgot i got that I forgot i had that when you did know. i buy this oh yeah, things sh- like that. yeah i don't even I've, know i've had i've had tons of titles um uh, where I don't recall buying that. Don't oh, no, recall it all. No, and then I come to find out, no, you didn't buy it. It was free with uh, it was free with PlayStation Plus. You just right. sat it in the library, and there it was. So I've, every now and then I go through the library, and I have the same conversation. Don't remember that. Don't remember buying that. Don't yeah. remember buying that. When did I get this? You know, things of that nature. So, yeah. yeah. Let's jump to the phones real quick. Talk to, I don't know who we're talking to. Hi, who's this? You're on in-game chat. Hey, it's Rob. Oh, hey, man. Hey, yeah, you could, you not get the, uh, could you not get the, the Discord thing going? Uh, really not sure what to do. It's been years and years since I've used Discord. Yeah, it's you've got a muted microphone for some reason, but uh, yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I mean, but you have no way to to talk through there, I guess, or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I've just just installed the app. I don't know if that's all default settings or whatever. Well, you can look through it uh, because you know afterwards. But you can look through it and yeah. and maybe get it set up for the for the next show. It sounds fantastic when it comes through the board here when it, when when people use it. So, um, and you sound fine right now, anyway. But it's a it's a it's I a good. I wanted to mention uh, iPhone 15, uh, like Twitch streaming. Yeah, it's like I mean standalone. You don't need a separate. Uh, Digital camera or something. No, no, your phone will be the camera, and it will also stream to Twitch from your phone. Yeah, right? Is that the case? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I tried it with the 14, and it was unusable. But 15 was fluid. I have not... I have not even... Not the game, not the game streaming, but just IRL streaming. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not, uh, I've not even given that a shot. I've never tried that. It blew me away. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that with the USB-C connector, it's tempting to upgrade, especially if, you know, your provider gives you a free upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I had to throw in. All right, man. Well, <laughs> good, good hearing from you. Huh? Take care. 
That new age technology, huh? I, you know, I didn't even think about it, but it, when he was explaining it, I was like, that sounds obvious. That your phone that could stream to yeah, Twitch. It, it sounds typical to me. The with way, your phone, way, using people, your camera, uh, yeah. The way people rely on their smartphones for pretty much everything nowadays. Totally. So, yeah, so. I don't see any, uh, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, for games for me, I, oh uh, God, what did I play? I think I talked about playing a bird story on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Then I tried to play Finding Paradise. And I say I tried. I started it and I got through some of it and I haven't jumped back into it. Um, like on Sunday, uh, I played the uh, I played that Finding Paradise. Um, and I may have tried to play it on Friday too. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I, I played Finding Paradise and... Then that was it. And then I really didn't play anything else until Saturday night. I was sitting in front of the Xbox and I was looking at Game Pass and I started playing that game called Cocoon. Mm -hmm. I had played it a little bit a few weeks back when I downloaded a bunch of new games like Gris, Cocoon. um, Oh gosh, the one about the suitors, I can't remember, angry suitors or whatever it was called, the the ones where you battle your exes. Um I think outside, there was outside of Scott Pilgrim, I can't think of anything. I like know, that. I know, I know. And there was another there was another game in that group that I also downloaded, but Cocoon was 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 part of that. Mm-hmm. I decided to go back to it uh to play it some more and I just fell in love with that game. Um it's a puzzle type game. But it, the concepts are I'm trying to remember how I described it because verbally I said something and I was like, it's a good way to do it. I should write this down and I never did. Um, the mechanics are familiar, but fresh enough that they feel new, but not difficult, like not alien to you you know what i'm saying not some sort of like i've got to learn it's something that you've got to train your brain to learn you know what i'm saying the mechanics of it are really really you know it's this orb activates this thing and if it doesn't then you need to get out of that orb to pick up a different orb to go back in and activate a thing mm-hmm. um, i don't know if you're familiar with the concept of what cocoon is and it's very hard to tell you what that that concept is you have to imagine that inside, we'll just take a marble, for instance. Mm-hmm. Inside a marble is an entire world. Um, and on the outside of that marble is another entire world inside of another marble. Mm-hmm. And so you keep coming out of those worlds. You know what I'm saying? It's like the end scene of Men in Black. Basically. It's yeah. a world within a world within a world within a world type of situation. Right. And so... You can bring those worlds with you to other worlds. You can't mix the worlds. In other words, I can't have aspects of the orange world inside aspects of the green world. But I can take the orange world with me into the green world in order to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I carry it on my back, and it activates as triggers. Okay, it's exactly like back the end scene of Men in Black. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Theirs is, in a, theirs is in a bag of marbles. Yours is in a backpack. It's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, playing that, like I said, it felt, uh, it felt like it had the common puzzle-type game 
uh, tropes, but they were done in such a way that they felt new and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Then there's just the setting of it all is so original and so... I don't know. Just as I was playing, I started trying to think of like, how did somebody come up with this? How did you... I think it's only a one-person developer. Um, just like, how did you... None of it feels... It feels alien. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is off on some distant planet. There's nothing that is earthy about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, everything feels organic. Uh, there is... There's like a, I don't want to call it a booby trap, but there's a, there's an obstacle that looks like a floating seed, right? Like a floating, um, I don't know, just a seed or whatever. When you get close to it, um, the seed splits apart and there's this goo inside of it and then it stretches across and it becomes like a fly trap and it will go back and forth across the path, snagging anything in there, possibly a thing that you have with you. And so you've got to figure out how to bring that thing to the other side without getting it caught in the snare. And there's just a whole puzzle aspect that you have to do that. But my point being is that everything looks kind of organic. Like that looked like a bug that stretches itself out and then the insides of it use itself to trap whatever. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of little things like that. And it's amazing. I just loved the idea. Even further in the level, I was able to turn on or, or, or activate just this bug with legs that would follow me around, but only follow me around if it was carrying one of my orbs. And that was how it would work. You had to get it to go to certain places in order to trigger certain switches to pull up a bridge that would get it across to where it needed to be. There's just all sorts of those little things like that within the game. It's fantastic. It's on Game Pass for anybody who's interested. Um, but it is on Game Pass. It's on Steam and Switch. It's on, it's on all the consoles if you want to. But if you've got Game Pass, it's there. And it's called Cocoon. And I love it. So, big fan of uh, the Cocoon game there. So, um, that's all I played. It, did, it really wasn't a lot. Um, I may now that my Steam Deck has been, you know, upgraded with the with the bigger hard drive now, and uh, I'm working on getting emulation onto there as well. I may be putting in some time. Okay. Um, Did you have any uh, issue with backing up the original hard drive and putting it on the new one? Oh, for that I didn't have to back up the hard drive at all. Yeah, I'd never done anything with the hard drive. Okay. Okay. Um, my I I I had downloaded a game or two to play it on the deck just to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do a lot with it. My, the Steam Deck sat just in the room without me touching it for the longest time because mm-hmm. I was waiting to get the the hard drive space for it. So nothing to back up, so nothing to worry about. It's okay. yeah. yeah, there was nothing to back up. I just okay. did the switch out, put the OS on it, downloaded updates, got it back, and then started working on the emulation stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll do more of that tomorrow. Um Let's see. Did you discuss why you took apart the Steam Deck? Yep, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was Nabokov asking about that in the uh, uh, in the chat room there uh, to talk, talk about that. Yeah, it was just replacing the hard drive. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's the only reason I did it. Put in a one terabyte NVMe, yeah. and so far so good. I mean, yeah. I, really, I I did that this morning, so I really haven't had a chance to test it out and kind of put it through the paces. So what, like six to eight screws, one panel removal, one swap out, and then oh, it's back. a little bit more. It's more screws than that. I, I'll tell you, all total. Hang on. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So there's eight screws on the outside. Okay. Then there are three screws on the metal shielding. And we can, I, can, I can go back to that picture there so you can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're looking there, but there's yeah. a screw right there Yeah. where my mouse is. And then at the bottom, there's another one there. And then there's another screw under this shield right here. Mm-hmm. And a pair of tweezers... And I could just, I could pull that back, unscrew that, and pull that, pop that shield off. Mm-hmm. After that, that's it, basically. There's another screw that holds the NVMe drive down, but, you know, that's just take that out, replace, put it back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all total, 1, 2, 3, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 screws, all total. Um, Precision screwdriver, that's all you need, huh? And yeah, I, I will tell you, I watched, um, I watched iFixit's video. Mm-hmm. And I have one of the iFixit toolkits. That's where that little uh, guitar pick looking thing comes from to the side. Uh, uh, what did, did Nabokov have a name for? Are those the ones with the. Uh, Spudger. Uh, yeah, those ones with the, with the uh, blue and black highlights? Yes. Okay, I think I've seen those yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I bought it when I built my PC back in 2020, but I have used it so many more times than that. Because if you need a screwdriver, a tiny screwdriver for anything, there it is. If you need tweezers, I've got it. If you need the smud, the spudgers, I've got it. If you need, um, there are all sorts of different things that come with that tool, that toolkit. Mm-hmm. It's like seventy bucks on Amazon, but it, it was worth it. It really was worth it. If you do a lot of uh, tweaking with electronics and everything, it's worth the worth the investment. Yeah. By the way, that spudger comes in handy. That little guitar pick thing that what, slides. What's that for? Well, I'm trying to think if I've got anything around here that I could show you for. It lets you get into seams. So in other words, okay. the Steam Deck has two parts. You know, there's the front part and then there's the back part. And you take the back part off. But you can't, you've got to get something in there to kind of pop that open. So to, it saves your fingernails. It does more than that because I don't know of a fingernail that could have done this. Like you really got to get in there. Mm-hmm. And that little spudger, because it's so tiny, mm-hmm. you could just jam in there and pop. You know, and it yeah. came right well, off. Well, in terms of uh, breaking seams, um, fingernails, knife edge, butter knife. The knife, yes. A flat edge, a flat edge of screwdriver. Yeah, but this little thing is plastic. It's not, you know, a screwdriver trying to get in there could damage parts. That's, well, that's what I'm trying to say. All right. the other outside of your fingernails, all those other objects I mentioned could possibly break or item you trying to split apart. Yeah, could so, damage yeah. you, could damage the item. Yeah. You start getting in there with a knife. Yeah. Um, but that spudger, that, that worked. Um, that worked really, really well. Okay. Um, so, yeah. The I, I'm, fix guessing it, there's, I'm guessing looking at it, there's different uh, widths on each uh, corner of that thing or something? Or, or uh, if, they, if they are, they're very minuscule. Okay. I was wondering that myself because it was taking me forever to get that thing popped open. It mm. was so hard to get in between the two pieces of plastic. Um, the video tells you to start at the right hand, upper right hand or bot lower right hand corner. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was easier for me to start at the top, pop that open to get that loose, 
And then that way you could get the smudger in there, follow the seam around to the right side, and then clip as you're coming around mm-hmm. each side and get it off. So, see, I could probably use one of those things for when I'm uh, working on a um, on a PS on a DualShock Four because I've had to take like batteries out mm-hmm. for uh, tournaments so that when you hit the home button, it doesn't activate on the system when right. it's being used for someone else's session at mm-hmm. a tournament somewhere. So I had to take a few batteries out of a uh, out of um, controllers so yeah. that that wouldn't happen and like that's why i said fingernails and and uh screwdrivers to pry those things open at the seams so i just never knew that tool existed so okay spudger is what it's called i know i didn't know i just i just called it the the guitar pick um <laughs> but yeah they're 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 really really good uh they have different versions of that i fix it toolkit by the way um yeah i think i've seen it that it's like a there's like three tiers isn't it like the one with the bag and one with the mid-tier and then the small I think the one I looked at was a small. It was like a three different types of kits. So yeah, we talking about the same thing. Possibly, yeah. yeah, that possibly could be the case. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I went with that one. Anyway, the iFixit video for doing this mm-hmm. is like twenty minutes long. Not even that, and it took me no time to do this. Yeah. It really, really didn't. Watching Real that simple. video, they Real. go through everything. They tell you the type of the, the type of Phillips screwdriver that you need is in the toolkit, labeled as such. So, two screwdrivers, the spudger, and tweezers. That's it. So yeah, yeah. it was I really really good. Protect toolkit. I think so. Is it seventy bucks? Uh, Protect toolkit, uh, seventy-five. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, it's a that's a lot comes in there. It I know, and it's wonderful. I've used want, it more than once. Want to put a link in the uh, chat? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm looking for the one that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Go to orders. Uh, past three months. Let's go to 2020. Unless I didn't buy it from Amazon. <laughs> and that's very, no, I did because I remember I looked it up. There it is. The ProTech Toolkit. Yes. 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. Let me look and see what I paid for it, though. Less? Or much less? It was 70 bucks when I bought it. Yeah. Except I had some rewards points for like 25 bucks, so mm-hmm. I got it for $50. And that is the one, the iFixit ProTech Toolkit. Okay. I'll put a link in the yeah. chat. Go right ahead, man. It's great. It is absolutely fantastic if you, uh, yeah, if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just plenty of uh, options for you. So anyway, that's what I did. Like I said, I'll start the emulation tomorrow. Uh, Emu deck is the name of the program that I'll be using. So we got news to talk about. We got plenty of news to talk about. So when we come back, that is exactly what we are going to do. Uh, music here from Gran Turismo five. This title is just called Christmas tree, which I guess is that's the name of the, the light, right? In drag racing, isn't it called like the Christmas tree? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
And welcome back to In Game Chat. It is music from Destiny 2, their dawning event, which is their Christmas event. The uh, track is called Bright Spirits on that one. Destiny 2, Bungie itself not having the best of uh, situations going on as of late. Um, Let me see. Let me open up this article. And then there's another article I wanted to open up, I thought. Maybe one more? No. Okay. Yeah, sorry. There's just been a there's just been a lot going on with, with Bungie uh lately and, and, and Destiny 2. Their new season launched uh Tuesday. New dungeon came out yesterday. Um I am not playing any of it <laughs> because I can't. And um uh, I did recently like resubmit my my ban appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have not heard anything from that. So, you know, uh, I may do it again. I may not yeah. as far as like reappeal to the thing or whatever. So, um, but anyway, they finally confirmed that the final shape was delayed until June and they talked about what they're going to do to fill in the gap because originally this season that started was going to go into February and then that's when the new season would, or the new expansion would release. But now, they got to go all the way to June um, on one season. Mm. So they talked about what they're going to do to kind of fill in those gaps to bridge from now until June. Um, so, yeah, they, they released a video to talk about that and everything else. And so, yeah. Then they released something called a starter pack. And... That got raked over the coals by the internet. I'm not exactly sure why. I'm reading here that uh, fans of Bungie's ambitious and imaginative sci-fi shooter have longed hoped for a simple on-ramp that would make it easier to get lapsed players and newcomers back into its universe. In other words, people who have been behind, hey, pick this up and you're right there with us. Mm-hmm. Um, the new starter pack might sound exactly like that. Instead, it's a pricey bundle of random items that fans can't stop dunking on. Um. The Destiny 2 starter pack costs $15. Uh, Contrary to what its name might suggest, the starter pack does not include any expansions, missions, or story content. It's just stuff meant to supercharge uh, players' arsenals. You got three guns, a uh, ghost shell, a speeder, and a ship. And then you got materials like the glimmer, the upgrade equipment, you know, stuff like that. Not much, by the way. Mm. One hundred and fifty thousand glimmer, no, one hundred twenty-five thousand glimmer, um, eighty. Oh God, I don't even remember what those are called. <laughs> I'm so far behind. Eighty shards of whatever. Legendary shards. Yeah, legendary shards. The eighty one, of those. The ones, you, the ones you had so you have so much of. I had so many. I had thousands. Yeah. Um, any bright dust? Uh, no. Wow. No bright dust. Not even bright dust. No. You got so, one yeah. of the... So basically, cosmetics and a little bit of currency that you can get in maybe two missions. Yeah. Especially that Glimmer. Glimmer is... Glimmer will sneak up on you before you even, before you even know it. Yeah. Um... The first three items are all old exotic weapons that have been in the game since 2019 or before. Which you can remake since it's legendary anyway. Uh-huh. Um, with, le- with legendary shards. 
The ship, Sparrow, and Ghost Shell are purely cosmetic and completely dependent on personal taste. Uh, let's because see. Because uh, as far as you know, there's nothing. As far as you know, there's nothing. Still, nothing you can do with Sparrow other than get to des- get to a destination quicker than normal. Right. right. Yeah, that's it. And the ship is just. Yeah, just something it's, you have it's on a load just there, exactly. The materials, meanwhile, are pretty stingy, according to this article. Glimmer is Destiny 2's main in-game currency earned by doing anything and everything. Excuse me, cores, prisms, and ascendant shards, what players lovingly call golf balls, are for focusing engrams, re-rolling gear, and crafting new items, none of which is particularly helpful for new players, nor meaningful in the quantities offered. It's not even enough to fully masterwork a new piece of armor. It's a bizarre array of accoutrements to buy for more than the cost of an entire season of the game. Um, yeah, then it goes through all the different people who dunked on it. Uh, let's see. $15 for the starter pack is outrageous. You could just buy a season and get way more bang for your buck. Any new player who buys this is going to be told, yeah, bud, you just got ripped off by their veteran friends. Uh, do you think they want to keep playing after that? So a lot of people were just, hmm. One player wrote, I'd say this is pay to win, but really it's just a waste of money. Um, so, yeah. They removed it, by the way. Bungie removed it. Mm. So, How long after release? Um, let's see. I don't have a time on it. Bungie appears to have removed Destiny 2's controversial starter pack from storefronts, including Valve's sto- storefront. Um Oh, the, the the Steam, it got review bombed on Steam, the starter pack. Yeah. Bungie says it pulled the starter pack because it was not something bringing joy. <laughs> I, I'm going to read you word for word the tweet that Destiny sent out, mm. or that Bungie sent out. Hey, everyone. We launched Season of the Wish yesterday, and I've been monitoring the conversation around what you've been enjoying and what you haven't. We'll start things off with the starter pack, which is not something bringing joy. <laughs> We've heard your concerns and agreed that there are other parts of Destiny 2 that new players should want to dive into first before chasing these exotic weapons, cosmetics, and upgrade materials. Oh, man. So what would you think would would make a good starter pack for a brand new player to Destiny 2? I, you know, I, God, it's been a while since I've been in there, but for whatever reason, a good starter pack would be anything that brings you up to level with everybody else. Okay. So that you can play with your friends. Um, outside of that, I would give them less exotic weapons. Like instead of giving them three mid or low exotic weapons, give them one, you know, S tier exotic, Mm -hmm. just a really good exotic one exotic. Then let the other weapons be good rolls on some of the legendary weapons, the purple ones. Because remember, you can only equip one exotic per character. Right. So, like, give them that good... Go- In fact, give them one exotic weapon and one exotic piece of armor. And I wouldn't say if they're choosing, but if they are... Uh, you know, if they're a warlock, it rolls warlock item. Mm-hmm. If they're whatever, it rolls that. Just something. I, I don't, And I don't necessarily know what it would be. But that way, you have an exotic on one on your armor side. You have an exotic on your weapon side. And then give them good rolls of the regularly used weapons. Mm-hmm. Good rolls of, of good weapons. And I, and I don't know exactly what that would be at any given time because the meta changes, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I don't know if you'd want to give him a shotgun or if you want to give him an auto rifle or a scout rifle. I, I don't know exactly how that would work out. If there was a way for them to let the player pick, that would be good. Like, we have these options. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have this or maybe the shotgun or maybe this and let them pick, like, three of a massive amount of things to pick from mm-hmm. and let them look at the roles and they could see that. And then the player base, you know, as much as they're commenting on this, would comment on, hey, if you're picking this up as a new player, we recommend going with this, 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 if you like your... I say, if you're a warlock, pick this set. If right. You're if you're, this yeah. Set, if you'd yeah, like, if you, set, if you yeah. like this style of play, go with this. If yeah. you're going to do some PvP, pick these. If you're, if you're way into like the, the you know, just running with friends or running solo, pick mm-hmm. these. Mm-hmm. If you've got nobody else to run with, these are the weapons you want to, you want to go with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's plenty of aspects where you could have done that. I guess I feel like maybe I'm overthinking it, but that's how I work. Um, but whatever you come up with is better than what they were offering for 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there was that. Uh, what else did we have going on? Um, look, this Tuesday, I believe, we're getting a trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. I, can't, I still can't help but think that the way uh, entertainment is given to us nowadays. Yeah. It won't have the same edge or or um, storytelling style that um, that we're used to. Now I'll be interested to see how it yeah, works out. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, as long as it doesn't go that uh, the Saints Row route. Tuesday, December fifth, nine a.m. Eastern. That is when we'll get the trailer for the first trailer for GTA Six. Mm-hmm. That's on the 5th. On the 7th is the Video Game Awards. So, listen. Next week's show <laughs> likely will not be another critique of the Video Game Awards unless something stupefying happens. And it's likely to. But it's more going to be doing the rundown like we always do of here's all these games that showed up at the Game Awards, we probably won't cover the awards themselves. Um, just because it'll just be real quick to go through. But uh, the games that are revealed, that we're definitely going uh, to do. So, um, But yeah, so it's going to be a big week. We're going to be talking about the GTA 6 trailer. And we're going to be talking about everything that showed up at the Video Game Awards. Um, it's interesting... That we're getting this trailer on Tuesday and not with the Video Game Awards. Like, I guess Rockstar is just like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. put our money into that. We're just going to release it ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, AC Wraith says, if you watch the Game Awards on Twitch, you'll get a Warframe drop of some sort. Yeah, I've heard that before. Uh, during some events that they, they have uh, Warframe uh, codes offered if, if you mm-hmm. watch the thing. For a certain amount of time. Right. If your Twitch account is linked to your Warframe account, that sort yeah. of thing, and you yeah. watch that, you will get you'll get something out of that. I've done that with Destiny one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a buddy of mine miss he missed uh, the last one mm. where something was offered uh, during a stream. Um, I think he was busy with working something else. By the time he realized, oh, the the, the stream is up, he he missed it entirely. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I know. Jeff Keeley and Lethal Migraine. Oh, yay. Jeff Keeley polluting the internet. <laughs> I know. I get it. I totally do. Um, like I said, I'll talk about, you know, I'll complain the fact that they just should split it. Have your video game award reveals and then just have your video game awards so that you can devote time to the people that you're there to devote for. I get it. Nobody would watch that one. They just want to see the game reveals and they wouldn't tune in for the other. I hate that that's the reality of it, but it's just the way it is. So I get why you're mixing and matching and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, getting a trailer. What else did we have? Oh, you were talking about, well, we were talking about um, the GTA 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer for Red Dead Redemption um, joined Dan Hauser's studio. Dan Hauser, of course, from um, uh, Rockstar, mm-hmm. wrote GTA 5. And GTA Vice, I think he wrote a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy who wrote Red Dead Redemption is now joining Rockstar's, well, is now joining Dan Hauser's new studio. So it's interesting. It's like they're making a Rockstar East or West or whatever, some branch mm-hmm. off, even though none of them are with Rockstar anymore. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Mm-hmm. Very interested to see uh, what they may be coming up with. So, uh, and that was. Seeing if we want to keep going. Um, Just a real quick note that I saw just recently. A game called Balance, but it's spelled Ball Ants, is being released on January 5th. I don't know if it's a complete remake, Mm -hmm. but this is a game that came out a long time ago. I own a copy of it, a box copy of it for the PC. I had to buy it. It was one of the early games that I had to buy from overseas because it was the only way I could get it. Mm -hmm. This was before Steam existed. You didn't have digital storefronts. You had to go directly to the developer's website and buy it from them if that was the case or buy it from some foreign storefront to get it shipped overseas. I remember those days. Yeah. It's basically, I can tell you, it's basically, um, I don't want to say Marble Madness. But yeah, you, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this, uh, the screenshots and it's like, I, remember, I, don't, I don't remember the uh, name of the game, but it was basically uh, some plastic apparatus you had to tilt the sides of to get the ball to go where mm-hmm. you wanted it to go. Yeah. That's uh, pretty much what it was, try to avoid the pitfalls on, on the way. Uh, right. You can move the, the ball. Other. Yeah, you move the ball around on a, on a, on a play field. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of obstacles. But the difference here is that you had the ability at times to change the type of ball that you had. Mm-hmm. There were three different types. There was wood. And I can't remember what the properties of wood were. There was steel. And then there was... Downhill's pa- going to be fun. And then there was paper. Lighter, easier to control, probably, but so very, wood. Very, I think wood was just the except, default. Yeah. yeah, wood would probably be default. Paper would probably be uh, easy to move, but susceptible to outside influence mm-hmm. like wind. Or right, but like sometimes that. you needed that because you would yeah. roll over a fan that would get you up to the other yeah. side. Wood wouldn't get you all the way up there. Yeah. Steel wouldn't move you at all, Steel and so you turned it yeah. to paper, and it would go up, and then where mm-hmm. you needed okay. to go. So there were different yeah. aspects to it. So I looked it up on the uh, Steam. Let's see. Uh, Balance, you see, in this 2004 classic. 2004? Yeah. In God! This, in this 2004 classic, originally released by Atari Games, you will navigate 12 sky-high courses 
Each course is fraught with different obstacles that will block your path. Slide your marble off course or blow them right into the bottomless void below. Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. Hmm. I sounds played like, that game so much. Sounds like a fun little um, little time waste. I right? remember, not I don't know how many years ago, but I remember thinking about that game again and trying to see, like, where did that game end up? Is it somewhere? And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I thought, man, it's just gone. You know? You didn't sell it. Yeah. Well, I don't, this was this was long time after. It was probably in 2016 or something, you know? Mm-hmm. That was 2004, and I was checking out in 2016 or 18 or something like that. And I went to their Wikipedia page, and it said, eh, it's pretty much done. It's abandoned where it's gone. It's nothing's happening. And then here it is, January 5th. We're getting it back. Mm-hmm. So I'll add that to my wish list and pick it up. So, yeah, it's just, it was a blast from the past. And just to see that there, I was like, that's great. I, man, that's wonderful. Is it close enough to pinball to pique your interest like that? I guess. I yeah. don't know what it was, but something drew me to it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played it since then. Uh, because I have it on physical media, <laughs> but I have not played it. And it it may have been on good old games. I'm not sure if it was on GOG. Mm-hmm. It may have ended up on GOG. I don't know. I I, I feel like I would have looked, but I don't. I'm not sure. So give it give it another shot. You might find it before the uh, before the game's release. Oh, I plan to. Yeah, I do plan to. Um, Unity because of their big uh, screw up with the we're going to start you know, charging you for people for downloads over this many downloads of your game, you know, that thing when they had to walk that back. Yeah. And in fact, the CEO or whatever resigned because Mm -hmm. of that. Um, They are now terminating their agreement with a a visual effects studio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happens to be Peter Jackson's visual effects studio, Weta, Mm -hmm. Weta Digital. They've terminated their agreement with Weta Digital and laid off 265 employees in the process. Mm. That's just the termination with their agreement there. They've also yeah. done other layoffs. Mm-hmm. Because so many people pulled out of this whole deal, they lost a ton of money. I mean, their stock dropped. Yeah. So, all because they did that, all because they got greedy. It just took them getting greedy. And enough people to say, nope. Yeah. And that's what it took. That's what happens, man. Yeah. Oh, Nabokov says balance the new one is on GOG, but not the old one. So the new one that comes out on the 5th, the new one that releases on January 5th. Yeah. I'll ask that question. Uh, We're going to come back and uh, talk more of the the news here that we've got. Uh, We'll go over some more stuff here and uh, we'll... Be right back after this. We've got music here from Diddy Kong Racing. This is called Snowflake Mountain. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
And welcome back in to in-game chat. Music here from Monster Hunter World. Winter Star Festival, maybe? It just says FE, so I'm not sure exactly what how the how the rest of that plays out, but that's probably what it is. So welcome in to the show, everybody. Christmas music for the next three episodes uh, for the month of December. So welcome back to the show. Uh, let's jump back into the news. Uh, we'll start at the top here and just kind of go down everything. Um, people playing Assassin's Creed over the uh, holiday weekend started getting uh, interrupted by pop-up ads in their game. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. They're everywhere. Wow. Somebody tried to open up the map, and I think they were playing Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They opened up the map, and an ad for Assassin's Creed Mirage showed up. A little pop-up ad saying like, hey, get this Black Friday deal. And then it went away. Anyway, Ubisoft responded and said, yeah, that wasn't the intent. Um, we had planned on... That is something that is supposed to show up in the main menu of the game, like the hub type of the game, uh, before you start to play. You know, just mm-hmm. a thing there. But instead it popped up in the thing. So they issued an update to fix it. They they sounded pretty sincere that that was not what we intended, but at the same time, I don't put it past them that that was like, do that and see what happens. Oh, okay, people don't like it. Just take it away. Call it a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. test the waters is what they were trying to do. If anybody brings it up or comes up and it gets some traction, pull it. Yeah. But if nobody does, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have we gotten used to those things by, by now? Pop-up ads? Yeah, I mean, not when you're playing the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not while yeah. I'm not when I'm playing a game and I want to open my map and it gives me an ad. Cuz I think the response would be why are these in here at all? Get this out, get this out of my game. I know, right? That would be the thing, but yeah. But it's still going to show up regardless. Yep. Oh, the guy who um plays Michael in GTA 5 got swatted. Ned Luke I guess that's his name. He was he was streaming the game, and he got I, swatted. I want to say his name is Ned. And, uh, Ned the actor's name is Ned Luke. Yeah, Ned Luke. Yeah. Yeah. And he got swatted. Swatted. For those of you who don't know what swatted is, that's when uh, people call the authorities and tell them that they give them your address saying that there's a guy who is holding somebody hostage or doing some kind of horrible thing that brings the police to their door. Yeah, Ned Luke just got swatted live on stream while playing GTA Online. Um, in fact, there's a... I'm glad there's no audio here, but there's video. Yeah. Of uh, Obviously, because this exists on the internet. Mm-hmm. And there's his phone. Wow. Fans of Luke were quick to call out Rockstar for its alleged failure to protect players' IP addresses when playing GTA Online. Um, But the actor refuted these claims. Y'all jump into some large conclusions, he said. This had nothing to do with Rockstar. These people leaked my private info years ago and have been doing this since. Anyone's info is available online if you are sick enough to really want to find it. Um, yeah, mm. it's still horrible, man. That's still just. Oh I, th- uh, I think the penalties for that, uh, for doing that, if been, they can catch you, been, yeah, have been put up significantly, right? 
If they can catch you doing it, yeah, no, it's it's almost like a federal crime. Almost, yeah. um, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But I've said, I think I've said it before, man. If someone really wants to get to you, they will do it. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Forget the law. If they want it, they'll get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and and now that I think about it, GTA Online is a game that really does uh, get folks upset enough to uh, of course do something. Any online like competitive game will yeah. do that, and then it doesn't even matter if you're streaming it. Yeah, people can just look to say you know to just to be that kind of a person that's going to be that kind of a person. Yeah, uh, to do that. Yeah. Uh, the creator of Inscription. I don't know if anybody's played that uh, really cool card game with some horror tendencies to it. Uh, the creator of Inscription has a new game that he is teasing featuring an AI chatbot. So, which sounds just as horrific as what he actually made with Inscription. So, yeah. Um, Read Pop is a company that um, they put on the. New York Comic Con, they put on PAXs all over the place. Mm-hmm. I believe they may be involved with E3 now as well. Um, but they are looking to sell off some stuff, and they're mostly websites. Uh, they want to sell off Eurogamer. They want to sell off GameIndustry.biz, VG247, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, and some other sites as well. They're looking to sell those off. Um, I don't know what that means for those websites, but it was just interesting to me that a lot of the websites that I go to are owned by Reed Pop. I did not know that. <laughs> but that's kind of the way it is, right? The whole conspiracy thing. It's like all the companies or everything is owned by like, what, three or four companies? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know what the conspiracy says it is, but it's all owned by three or four companies. And they all compete with themselves. So, uh, did you know? No, not did you know. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped into my uh, Monday through Friday gig there for a second. <laughs> Those of you who do, I, my 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 weekday is is leaking into my my weekend. Um, that was interesting. Sorry. Um. Yeah, that was weird. Oh yeah, Marvel Snap. Their publisher is getting sold. Actually, no, their publisher is closing. They have reassured players that they will continue to operate despite the closure of their publisher. Um, but that'll be interesting. I always thought Marvel Snap was doing good. I have no idea if, if anything's wrong with it, but I thought they were fine. I've been playing it no problems, so I don't know what the deal is with that, and I don't know what's going to happen to them. I, I mean, I'm still playing the game. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, that was interesting would think they would be doing okay. And I really haven't heard anything else about it, but that's it. Um, oh, yeah, today we got the first trailer for the Fallout TV show. Mm. I have not watched it. But they Amazon just released the trailer for the Fallout television show. And they confirmed that the Fallout TV show is canon in the Fallout universe. Hmm. Yeah. Don't know how that'll play out. Um, and I don't know when that show is coming to Amazon Prime next year, I, I, I assume. But, uh, but, yeah. Let's go to the phones. I don't know who's on there, but we'll talk to them. Hey, you're in in-game chat. Who's this? It's Chris. 
Hey, what's up? It reminded me of like it seemed like it's Monday morning about seven fifteen, wasn't it? Oh, when I did the yeah, did you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of those moments, huh? Oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> All right, well y'all have a good one. I had had to get a laugh out of that one, so uh, we'll see y'all later. All right, dude. All right, see you. Um, declared as canon. Were you looking at that? I'm, yeah, I'm just looking at the thing about uh, like what, what is things. what is can you know what is declared as canon? What uh, is what, the canon? What are you gonna stop? You're gonna uh, you're gonna stop at the end of Fallout Four, or you're gonna stop at the end of I, Fallout Seventy Six? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about the TV, the TV show. Like, is there a time frame of when it takes place? I don't know anything about. It. I haven't even watched that trailer, so maybe the trailer. First off, I haven't played a Fallout game. I played a little bit of Fallout Three. Mm-hmm. I played an even less amount of Fallout 4, mm-hmm. and then I never touched any of the other Fallouts, except for whatever that game on my iPad was, the shelter thing where yeah, you could Fallout build the whatever. Shelter, yeah. That was it. But I, I haven't played a Fallout game. Hmm. So I don't know how this fits in anywhere. I'm just looking to be entertained. Hmm. If that can happen, then good. You know? Does it fit into canon? I don't care. I'm not attached to the property enough to really notice if it is or not or care if it is or not. So, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Did I have anything about this? No, I didn't. Batman, um, the Arkham trilogy of Batman, whatever, Mm -hmm. got released on the Switch this past week, I think Friday is when it got released. Um, I figure Arkham Asylum and Arkham City probably run okay on the Switch. Arkham Knight, however, does not. They've already they've already had videos up, and I've already talked about how horrible Arkham Knight runs on the Nintendo Switch. I don't know if that means that the other two games run horribly. Nobody's talking about the other two games. They shouldn't run horribly on the Switch. The Switch has plenty of power to run. Arkham Asylum, at least. Uh, Arkham City is a little bit on the big side, but they could probably do it. I mean, so is Legend of Zelda. Um, Arkham Knight, however, struggles. Pauses, locks up. Just, yeah. Doesn't run too well. Not a good look. No, no, well, it's not. Not a good choice of game to put on the Switch. You know, I I don't... It's one of those things, man. It's just like when Mortal Kombat got released. And it's, uh, here we are with another Warner Brothers property, right? Right. And Mortal Kombat looked like crap on the Switch. Yeah, we've seen the pictures. And I just don't understand why you do that, but you can't release the game on previous-gen consoles? I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. But that's just me. Business decisions, huh? Speaking of business decisions, PlayStation is deleting television shows that you may have already paid for. They're losing their licensing agreement with, I think it's Discovery. So if you bought and paid for certain types of Discovery shows through PlayStation, they are now removing them. Something you paid for is being taken from you. Mm -hmm. No refunds, by the way. I know. It's an interesting, it, it brings up the whole debate of digital content again. 
honestly, I think there needs to be protection to consumers for digital content. I don't like, I totally get it. If you lose your licenses for that content mm-hmm. as a company and you have to take it away. Um, but I think there should be a few options that say we are allowing you to download this or to keep this on your hard drive or it stay. If it, if you, if you add it to your hard drive or whatever, you get it for as long as you've got it, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the license expires, so they can't host it on their servers anymore. It's going to go back. So they can't do anything about that. It's not one of those situations where as long as your account stays active, you have access to this. Mm-hmm. It can't because they are being pulled from their servers. Not only for the fact that they can't sell it anymore, but they can't offer it for viewers anymore. So I feel like there should be some sort of protection for them. There's not. It's probably written in the fine print where it's like, hey, we reserve the right to remove these at any time for any reason for, Mm -hmm. you know, for no compensation. But that's where it should come in. It should come in that you do get some sort of compensation. Um, Honestly, a full refund should be offered. Uh, Not because... Yeah, but they paid for it and they've had it for a while, so no, that's not the case. They've had it for a while because you get to keep it for as long as you want. It shouldn't drop in value something that you bought digitally that you have kept that now they are taking from you. I get that these things can go on sale for you to purchase, Mm -hmm. but if you are removing it from my hands, I should get something in return for that Mm -hmm. since I paid the money for it. Not as a rental, but as a outright, I bought this. So I'm trying to think of the legal uh, uh, poops they could think they could throw in there. Like, what did you actually pay for? I know, right? You paid for oh, they'll access. lawyer the you hell pay, out of paid, the thing. You paid for access mm-hmm. to what we have on our on our uh, right. on our servers. Well. We can't help it if our license ran out. We well, then give me give me a selection of other things that I can access. In other words, I bought three episodes of this show. Give me the choice to pick three other episodes from somewhere else that I can now own. You know, some sort of compensation for the fact that you mm. are taking away something I bought. Yeah. But it brings. I mean, this we're talking about it in television shows. It could just yeah. as easily be a video game. Yeah, that's true. Now we've run into where storefronts have lost their licenses, but it kept. Like, if you bought it, it's yours. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's not going away for you. But there is a point, possibly, where we get that that won't be the case. Yeah. Where they will remove it. And it's like, unless you have downloaded this game, you are not going to be able to play it anymore. Yeah. Because you mentioned, uh, when you mentioned downloading to a hard drive, I thought about, is it part of the allure of uh, digital services not having to download uh some hard drive, you, you always well, have access to it? For most, most, so in television shows, probably for, that was, yeah, that was being streamed. Yeah. You know, for video games, you actually do download the yeah. game. You can play it over streaming on some situations, but, mm-hmm. um, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit different on that because most of the time, if I buy a television show episode or something like that, it's mm-hmm. just going to be streamed. Yeah. You know, so. See, uh, see, this is part of the thing that we were talking about, uh, a while back on, plenty of other shows about digital versus uh, physical. Yeah. But in part of it, I, I think I've said before, part of the thing about physical is suddenly not having access to it um, if it's a uh, digital or yeah. if something happens to the hard drive or something happens to the uh, streaming service. I've always got some hard copy mm-hmm. right there available for use. Well, that's so the that big... Part, yeah, that was part of the uh, reason I yeah. preferred 
physical. And that's the big argument with this is that, you know, people are looking at this not necessarily as a, um, not for what it is on the surface, but what it could mean for the future. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, some discovery shows, whatever, but what happens if this leaks over into our games? What happens on this where, you know, valid valid point, because if it can happen here, it can, it could happen with other, uh, other forms of media as well. So, yeah, something to keep an eye on. Uh, AC Race says Steam lets people keep stuff when a publisher loses a license. Is there a systemic problem when there's a layer of store uh, missing between the customer and the license user? Uh, I don't know. Um, that's an interesting concept to think about, especially on the game side of things. Uh, Alan Wake 2 comes to mind. Uh, Remedy, is it Remedy? Yeah, I think it's Remedy. God, my brain. Uh, <laughs> I think of Remedy. I think of Max Payne. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's them. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the developers of Alan Wake and Alan Wake Two and Control and Quantum Break and Max Payne. Uh, Alan Wake Two did not get a physical release. Mm, it did okay. not get physical copy. It was only available on like the console stores, the digital stores on the consoles, or your mm. Epic Game Store. It never got a physical release. Uh, and again, it puts you into a, a situation where it's like, I love the convenience of a digital thing where I can just buy it right now and there it is. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the aspect of having a physical copy in hand. I swear there's a lot more people who want physical copies in hand than there are people who want digital copies. Yeah, yeah the uh, question in chat um, from a uh I should do, yeah. I never look, but if a service like Voodoo shut down, do they have any plans in place to keep items you purchase live for you? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. So yeah, see, this something like this makes you, you think about uh, what if. Mm-hmm. if a this massive happened. amount of my movies yeah. sit on Voodoo, actually. Yeah. Because Voodoo had that ability where you could, you buy the thing and you get the code. Mm-hmm. You go, and usually, so you do have, for the most part, you do have a hard copy of that film. Mm-hmm. But Voodoo is also a storefront where you can buy movies online. Right. So you don't get a physical a hard copy of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, for instance, get your hard copies. You give me the digital codes. I go and redeem them. Yeah. I don't have a hard copy of it. You do. But mm-hmm. now I have a digital copy. Mm-hmm. So there's there's so there's tons of different ways to look at it. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't know what the the answer is. Uh as far as any of that stuff. Uh, Nabokov brought up Ruse. I was going to bring up, what was the other one? Was it Army of Two or Mercenaries? It was some EA game, Mercenaries. Now, there was no problem with it. It was just the fact that they shut down the servers, which is a lot. Mercenaries, Army of Two, things like that, They really, those were really co-opable games. Mm-hmm. But when the servers are gone, you can't do anything with them. Mm. You can't team up with anybody. you got to play it by yourself, and it's not as fun. Yeah. So, yeah, then there's that. That's yeah, a that's yeah. a big discussion. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this is going to give uh, folks a lot to think about. Yeah, what do you do with your digital stuff if um, a license fails or mm-hmm. or something or whatever for whatever reason you suddenly don't have access to what you paid good money for? Yep, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, 
One of those things to think about. I buy all my movies through Xbox, Lethal Migraine just wrote. Most are a part of that Movies Anywhere app. It's nice. Yeah, I got the Movies Anywhere app. A lot of my Voodoo transferred over to Movies Anywhere. A lot of my Apple movies that I own transferred to there or transferred to Apple or something like that. In other words, there's a lot of storefronts where my movies sit. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I lose them in one place, I get them in another, something like that. Yeah. Although not all movies, it's weird. Um, you know, not all the movies that I bought through Apple transfer over to Movies Anywhere. Not all my Movies Anywhere transfer to Vudu or back to Apple. Or most do, but not all of them do. Yeah. So, so I'll say with uh to uh, Mashidar um in the chat, um, I can say just look at the agree- look at your agreement. Uh, look up, do some research, like because of uh, Vudu and Amazon Prime. Yeah. I think Amazon Prime has movies you can purchase on there as well. Yep. So yeah, all I could say is uh. Look at your agreement that you looked at. See if there's anything in there that says so. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, try to do some research and see what happens if yeah. you can't can't get access to it. Yep. Because that yeah, that is uh, something to think about. Because like I said before, if it can happen to your movies, your games next. What forms of entertainment do you rely on? I for, know. Um, for digital um, access. Yeah, it's a great. It's a good point. Great point. I don't know. I do, you prefer physical, I know. Yeah, I prefer physical. But there's yeah. some kid like there's some cases where I got no choice but to go um digital. Matter of fact, now that I think about it, um my PS3 I think I got I got a backup of it. But it's of all the uh stuff that I've had to download the mm-hmm. store like um um Simpsons. Yeah. Arcade game, mm-hmm. X-Men arcade game, things like that. I've got on my uh, hard drive, but um, if somewhere to happen, I had to re-download it. Could it? Could I? Don't know. I actually, honestly, honestly, don't know. <laughs> now that I'm not I know. About it. So I, I know. I backed up my PS3 uh, a while back, so I still got my uh, portable drive sitting in the uh, sitting in the drawer right now. I totally so, yeah. get it. It's one of those things where I feel like it's one of those things at some point mm-hmm. that we're going to have to answer to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like at some point, and I don't necessarily know that it's going to happen in my lifetime, but I feel like it that will eventually hit some point where this has to be answered, or there has to be, or or some sort of regulation comes into play, mm-hmm. where it's like if this shuts down, here's what happens, you know, or if this goes away, here's what happens. I feel like whatever that res- whatever that um, resolution is will not be consumer friendly. <laughs> It'll be corporate friendly. Priorities, man. Uh, well, you know, what were you just talking about football a minute ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah priorities, man. Money. What's the priorities? Yep. Money is the priority. Yep. And that is that is how that'll play out. Mm-hmm. I feel. So. All right. Uh, I don't know what else we got here. Uh, the director of Returnal is leaving House Marquee after 14 years. He's going on to do something else. Um, uh, what else do we have here? Marvel Snap, we did that. Read pop inscription. Yeah, I don't know. That seems to be pretty much it. For the most part. So, what are you looking to do? What are you looking to play? Anything? I need to finish what I started with... Um uh, Mother Russia bleeds because I got to a point where there's a boss battle, and I haven't figured out how to um, get past him yet. 
Yeah. Um, well, the setup is basically um, it's a dark area. There are two train. You know, you're at the train yard, boss mm-hmm. of the train yard. Uh, there are two train tracks. Um, when the tracks rumble, that means a train is coming. So your best option is to get off the train track, right? To right. Uh, avoid damage. The boss in there is wearing night vision goggles, and he's elusive. And normal attacks usually nine times out of ten don't work on him. But you have an assistant throwing you um, flash grenades. And the flash grenades, when they go off, it stuns them momentarily. So I figured out basically, okay, if I can, get the, if I can stun them on the tracks when the mm-hmm. train is coming, I can get some good damage in. Problem is, I'm probably using the flash grenades wrong because the stun doesn't last but like maybe half a second before he's up and running again and gets yeah. out of the way. So I probably got to figure out a proper way to use um, flash grenades to get him to stay there longer. I just haven't figured it out yet. It's just going to be a lot of trial and error before I uh, get to where I want to go. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, I'll probably find something else in the queue of games that I've got because Mother uh, Mother Russia Bleeds was just a spur of the moment pick. I might get something else, or do what I'm do what I was supposed to do and get get in on um, Road 96. Oh hey yeah, I should I should uh, start on that definitely. So, so. Definitely go down that path. Yeah. I, I'd be interested to hear that story. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Speaking of stories, we're about done. Um, that is going to be it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic week, and uh, we will be back to do this again next week. Big week for games. We're going to be talking about all the reveals from uh, the Video Game Awards. Got music here from Batman Arkham Origins, which takes place on Christmas Eve, of course. It's Carol of the Bells. We'll see you next Saturday.